Samuel Kengera and Nina Goldman are my guests today on English Breakfast. They discuss a new formation of a cultural club and crowdfunding campaign to revive our local Irish pub, now known as the Reader's Irish Pub, Gippingen. Wanting to preserve and celebrate the Irish culture as well as the warm and friendly atmosphere that an Irish pub provides for international and local people, the new concept includes many of the much-loved activities such as the pub quiz or karaoke, but also incorporates new events such as Irish set dance, Irish breakfast, workshops, and participating in local and cultural events. Stay tuned to hear more about the Irische Kulturverein Göppingen e.V., otherwise known as the Reader's Irish Pub, and how new and old fans can support this project. Samuel Kengeter, Chair, and Nina Goldman, in charge of marketing. Thank you for being our guests today on English Breakfast. Thanks that we can join, and we're very happy about that opportunity. Yeah, thanks for the invitation. Before we talk about future plans of the Irish pub here in Göppingen, I want to take a quick look back. Tell us a bit about the history of the writer's Irish pub and maybe your connection to it. Yeah, I was right at the beginning uh, there as a regular guest. It was also always a pleasure to be there because you don't have to make appointments with friends or something so you just go there and meet friends and get some new friends and if you don't know what to do in, at the weekend or during the week at the evening just go there and you meet some friends and yeah you have fun also the pub quiz was a regular date during the week so every Wednesday pub quiz and was also very cool uh, guessing what's the right answer that was the connection also I did karaoke there I was the karaoke host wow. and it was once a month also on Thursday it was also always a funny event you had a real connection to, sure, to the pub yeah, beforehand yeah. do you know when did it open when did it start maybe it was 14 years ago but mm -hmm. don't know the exact date okay. so the starting of the Irish pub Yeah, so you had a big connection to it. And as you said, it was a, a place not just to go with friends, but to meet new people. And I guess it really did live from these events yeah. that people knew, okay, this is coming, the pub quiz. I remember the pub quiz as well. I never did the karaoke there. <laughs> How was it? In some Irish pubs, it's kind of a more casual kind of thing and more funny. Or did people take it seriously? Depends on the person. <laughs> It's very much depending on the person. Um, there were always people who took it with a lot of comedy, who sang songs who are impossible to sing unless you're like Freddie Mercury or something. But I have to admit, I myself took it a little bit serious. I always thought about, okay, what songs am I going to sing in the next karaoke? Practice them at home because I always loved singing. And it was actually quite the funny story because we knew each other for quite some time. And I've been in a pub so many times. And at some point, I told Sammy, oh, I miss karaoke. When I was studying in university, they had karaoke once a month. And he's just looking at me. You do know that I'm doing karaoke once a month in the Irish pub and I'm like what? <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a fun connection. Yeah. 
So the music and love of singing spurred you to join and go to the Irish pub. How long had you been going there? Oh, since I'm a bit younger than Sammy, not as long as Sammy did. <laughs> but it started when I was in university because I was in university in Weimar. And when I was back at home, I always tried to meet my friends from back home. Most of the time we were in the Irish pub. At some point, we also had a Stammtisch there regularly, and that was really cool. And then at some point, I got closer to Sammy, we became fast friends, and then I started meeting him and some other people regularly in the Irish pub, and it's just like, during the week, you sit there like, oh, what am I going to do this evening? I have nothing to do, I want to meet some people, and it's just like, you just send via WhatsApp, pub question mark, and it was clear what's going to happen. <laughs> I guess that really made the difference was that you had regulars that would always come, but because of these activities, it was easy for new visitors to join in what was going on. And if I remember correctly, the Irish pub quiz was in English. If I, yeah. remember. I remember I took a German class and I went with a group there. What was so interesting was that you find out something about the people that you went with. So there was a quiz and they had all these different topics. Disney was one of them. I know nothing about Disney. And one of the people that we were with knew a lot about it. Another topic was geography. So it was a real, you know, a real mix of things. So I guess that's part of the concept. The guests, you are actually part of the entertainment. Of course, there's Irish beer, right? Guinness. Oh, my goodness, it's Guinness. That's, the, that's the, <laughs> so one of the quotes that I know of. What were some of the events and festivities that took place throughout the year? Oh, different things. Like there was always the Halloween party. Sadly, I never got to go there as much as I adore Halloween. But the things I heard were always great. And then also like the live music things, uh, for example, during the Musiknacht. And that was always cool. Really full always, but really, really cool. Also, of course, St. Patrick's Day, traditional Irish holiday. That's when everybody comes out and says that they're Irish. I'm part Irish. Officially, I'm part of the McAleer clan. <laughs> it's, it's this weird phenomenon that happens. Nobody's Irish, and then on St. Patrick's Day, everybody's Everybody, Irish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It seems like the Irish pub, for a lot of the time, was flourishing. You know, it had a group of people that were regulars there. There were different things going on. What brought the Irish pub to close. I mean, I know that, that we had Corona that I'm sure did not help. So shortly after Corona, many people came back to support Liam also. But maybe a half year later or something, you recognize that not many people was there as before Corona. So example for the pub quiz at Wednesday before Corona, it was fully packed. Oh, okay. So there were yeah. people was standing everywhere. <laughs> there was a square foot and uh, put their drink on the bar. Uh, can you give me my drink? <laughs> like this, uh, like this type of pact. And after Corona, it wasn't happened anymore. This was like okay. Sometimes it was only two, three tables there were participating. Yeah. Winter is it's uh, usually more frequency there. The summer months is customers going somewhere else or stay at home, I don't know. Yeah, a second reason is like, um, it's hard, very hard to find stuff. Yeah, staffing is, is a big problem in this area for all the hotels, for all the restaurants, that there really is a lack of labor in that sector. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Now, we are looking upon a new horizon 
How long has the Irish pub been closed now? I'm sure it was a difficult decision to close the pub for Liam, right? Yeah. 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 He's literally been doing it for so long. Yeah, when we talked to him shortly after he closed it, yeah. when we were like at the Punahoy Slam, yeah. he was missing the pub. I think it wasn't an easy decision for him because if you have a place for that long, it's I think it kind of becomes your child a little bit. You fixed a lot of things there. You had hard times. You had good times. You have so many memories. And leaving that behind, I think that really wasn't easy for him. He really did love it. He told me when he first came, his profession was teaching English as a second language, yeah. like many of us do, right? Because when he came here for love, like many of us do, but then built this up and he even had another... Were you at the old location? So yeah, there was yeah. another location. So that was the beginning and then moving to a new location and then that decision must have been extremely difficult. How long has it been close now? Roughly a year? I think it's since March. Have you been in contact with him since then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. regularly. Oh, that's so nice. Maybe once a week or something, yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Great. Well, he's moved on to do another project as well. You mentioned it. And that is this Brunnenhäusle. Um, to picture it, it is a spring house yeah yeah there are like four little wells on the outside where you get sauerwasser is it i don't know if it's, it's a thing in other countries but in germany it's also a big topic of discussion because there are a lot of people who love sauerwasser because it has a very distinct taste and there are other people who hate it with a passion Yeah, it's a dividing topic. Yeah. <laughs> I like it, I have to say. It's a type of water that's fresh and it has a lot of minerals in it. But because of those minerals, if you don't drink it right away, there's sediment. It changes color and that's because of all the minerals that are in it. It's healthy too. It's an interesting area because when you're there, you can look on to the church on the one side. It's also near the Platz der Vielfalt, not far from the skater park. Odeon, where there's that sort of cultural milieu a little bit. It's a, a really interesting location, but it's closed during the winter, right? Yeah, because it's completely outdoors. And I think you can manage if it's a little bit colder and you can still sit there with a jacket. But at some point, it just it's not fun anymore to sit there when it's like two degrees and you're trying to drink your beer while not freezing to death so at some point you just have to say okay that's it for the year yeah it's nice when the weather's good i've been there before i even brought a writer club there and uh, we wrote and drank uh, <laughs> i don't know if the quality got better or worse at the time it's a nice undertaking and so yeah. i'm sure he's still quite busy with with that And it's going to be continuing with that, I'm assuming. Yes. Um, I think it took some time for it to like get around uh, in Göppingen that it changed owners because in the past it had a little bit of a reputation that wasn't that great. And now that he took it over, he changed a lot of things. He also has the food available now. Oh. And I think especially since last year, many people heard about it and went there and were so happy that it now changed because the place is beautiful. So it's great that there is a new owner and Liam is doing it so wonderfully. So I think in, in the summer is one of the best places to be. Yeah, it really is. Also with the sun umbrellas and the way that he's done it, it actually is pretty classy, you know. It's pretty nice where, for that, you know, but, but it's casual at the same yeah. time. So that's very good for, I think, a, a large public. 
So let's go on. So it's been about a year that the Writer's Irish Pub has been closed. Now we're looking at a possible restart with the Reader's Irish Pub. So how did this idea come together to try and reactivate this space? The idea comes shortly before the Writer's Irish Pub was closing. Yeah. So many of the regular guests think, oh, that's so sad. Maybe we can do it as a verein, as an association or club volunteering so that people don't need to, to pay it there. So it's not the, the financial aspect anymore there. So the staffing aspect because you don't need to uh, yeah. put out a newspaper advert where you're like, oh, I need personal, will you work at the Irish pub? No, people are just like, I love the Irish pub and I will go behind the bar and serve beers. Because it's the only pub in the whole Landkreis. And Irish pubs kind of have their own specific kind of thing. Yeah. They really have a different atmosphere than a German pub. I mean, there are a lot of different types of German uh, pubs as well, but... An Irish pub has a different atmosphere, it really does. And I think it can draw on a different public. And I think this public, this potential public is growing. I think it always lived from the fact that you don't have to belong to a certain group to be there. Because a lot of places in Göppingen, as fun as they are, You know, there is a certain clientele there and if you don't belong to that group or maybe if you come from an event and are dressed like really nicely, you don't feel fine there because people are staring like, why is she dressed so fancily? And in the average pub, I never had that feeling. I went there after Fushing's parties where I was still completely dressed up and it was fine. No one was staring. It also went there after sports a few times and no one was staring. So you always felt welcome. It's just a phenomenon. If you go to an Irish pub, if you're traveling or you go to another city and you go, like I was in Stuttgart this last week and I was at a meeting and the fourth person actually suggested going to the Irish pub and going to karaoke there, yeah, right? Nice. That's what I mean. She had another background. I had another background, right? So I think that there's that kind of phenomenon too that of an Irish pub that makes it somehow a different space. So these were the qualities that you liked and you said, hey, we're going to continue it. It would be really sad if the Irish pub, there was no alternative. And because the personnel was one of the major factors that if everybody would somehow contribute or do some shifts that without getting paid for it, mm. then, they, then that would somehow be able to sustain it. So we're kind of getting into the details, but what's the concept of this? So I'm sure it came out in these conversations, as you were saying, before the Writer's Irish Club closed, the last chapter, you know, the last meeting that you're saying, hey, what, what can we do that we can somehow maybe reactivate this? You have now founded Verein, a, a club, which is the Irish Kulturverein Göppingen e.V. I love that name. <laughs> You know, how did you get to this point where you said, okay, we're going to found a club? And what was involved with that? So the origin idea was also from our Mayor. Ober Oberbürgermeister, yeah. <laughs> Alex Meyer. So, so he, he heard about that in Stuttgart is like also a, 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 like a Kneipe a, who what is running by a club and a, He said, well, maybe that could be a thing. So that is also 
the responsibility is spreads over many shoulders, so it's easier to handle it. Yeah, and at the beginning, it was still when the Irish pub was open, but in like the last days, a lot of the regulars were sitting around the table and this idea had come up and we were like, can we do it? Are we doing it? It was a little bit of still, oh, we're not sure if this really is feasible, if we get enough people, if that's impossible to even organize. But Sammy took it in a sense and he made it a reality because I think a lot of things wouldn't have happened like they did if Sammy didn't take leadership in that. Yeah. <laughs> so you must have an executive board that you've chosen, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I think it was the end of June that I opened a WhatsApp group and invite some people I knew and I asked them, hey, if you know someone, other guests, I don't even had uh, many mobile numbers from the other people who was there. So I asked for them, if you know someone who's interested to save the pub, just invite him to the group or, or her. And the group was building up until 60 people or something. And, oh, wow, uh, so great. Let's discuss about the concept. I made a draft for the concept, just as a, a discussion, a Grundlage. Yeah, it made it real because until then it was just like a vague idea of what we could do. And suddenly there was like this piece of paper where they said, okay, this is the equipment we need and that kind of concept we want. This is the payment we want. This is the time frame we wanted in. And it was like, oh, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, bringing it into reality. I love that. Yeah, it's always what's the next step. And yeah. so by having that, then you can move things around if needed. But it's always that first draft is like no. putting that into reality. And then from that initial framework, where did it go from there? We did some meetings also at the Brunnenhäusle. Ah, okay. uh, oh, that's and, really nice. <laughs> yeah. And discuss about also the concepts. I think in August or end of August, uh, the, the concept was fixed. So everyone was happy with it. And then yeah. came the bureaucracy. <laughs> sure. But at the same time, we also went to the landlord, VGG, and asked them if it's possible to rent it. And at the beginning, they said, oh, okay, we have to look. There are some other parties who are interested to rent it. But I think at the second meeting or at at least at the third meeting, they said, okay, you got it, because the other request was not really serious. Yeah, they, they wanted to have like a similar concept to the Irish pub or the Bierhaus Meier that was in there before. And the people who were interested in the space, they wanted to turn like into something like a shisha bar. And they said, no, that is not something we want in there. Also, the Wohnbau Göppingen was welcoming us, worked with us in Augenhöhe. Uh, <laughs> so, like, it was really also a, a pleasure to, to, to working with them. And just But it's not always a given with landlords. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, yes, just yesterday, the chief uh, was walking by the pub and, and saw that we are, like, do, do renovations to, to painting the walls and something. And, uh, oh, she came in and... Oh, yeah, nice. Oh, okay, you're working hard. Really great. Okay, just want to uh, make a quick look. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> that's really nice. <laughs> yeah, that's nice when you have that kind of a, a relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. That you can work well together because you're going to be in that space for a while, right? Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> Hopefully. Forever. <laughs> Maybe it'll be my new home, huh? Um, <laughs> yeah. 
So you really are taking those steps. You're already painting, doing some minor yeah. repairs in that area, I guess, yeah. in the space. Yeah. Wow. So you got the concept. Now you've talked to talk to the landlord. Mm-hmm. They've told you, okay, what the conditions are. And you're actually going to be renting, or are you renting it now? It's yeah. Renting it right now. Uh, the contract is signed. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you're renting it now, so we're going to start soon. Yeah, sure. Yeah, current opening date is the 9th of March. We have a few events coming up, so um, of course we'll do St. Patrick's Day, that is a given. And then there will also be in March the Musiknacht again, where we will also be participating because we had an interview with the Pick magazine also, and they immediately said, are you doing Musiknacht? And at the beginning we were like, right, that's happening too. And it's a great opportunity. It will be a lot of work, but it will be a great opportunity. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely, because so many people go out at these music nacht, right? And then you definitely get people that maybe don't even know the Irish pub and certainly don't know the the new Irish pubs. Yeah, exciting. and I always say, Göppingen is like, everyone is gossiping, everyone. (laughs) And I don't mean that in a bad way, because if something new is there, it needs to be gossiped around the town. And I think the Musiknacht is the perfect opportunity to get a lot of people in there, a lot of people happy, and then leaving to go to their friends, to their families and say, oh, you need to go to the new Irish pub. It's so fun. That sounds great. You're right. Something about when a, a city isn't that big, if everybody knows everybody, it's not anonymous. It's not an anonymous place to be. If something's good, people will talk about it. And even more so, if things, something isn't good, people will talk about it as well. Wow, this is really ramping up. So how many members do you have? And then you have a special concept also for VIP membership. You have different gradients of membership different ways funding mm-hmm. but also through participation maybe you can just sort of paint that out for yeah. our listeners membership is all the same i will give that to semi shortly but with the contribution we have different tiers because we have that crowdfunding campaign going right now to get like the starting money for us that we need and there you can do different packages like you can just buy vouchers for a certain amount of money that you can later turn into us for drinks and then you can also buy vouchers plus give a little bit of more money and if you either have a lot of money lying around or you always dreamed about having your name in the Irish pub you can donate 500 euros or more and then you will get a metal plate in the Irish pub with your name or the name of your club or whatever you want to have on it in certain limits because we don't want like swear words in there but you will have it on our wall of fame so I think some people always had the dream of having their name on a metal plate and in a bar so (laughs) if you're one of those people you can get that for the (laughs) measly amount of 500 euros (laughs) The VIP honorary plaques, I like that. And so whenever you go, then you can see your plaque there. Maybe have your table next to your plaque. That Great idea fun. for a date as well. Like, did you know I have my own metal plate in the Irish pub? <laughs> yeah, you can impress. Yeah. You can impress your friends, your family, or potential partners. <laughs> Through that, of course, that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. Tell me more about how it, the membership works. Yeah, the membership is 20 euro a year. So not much money, so it's affordable. We are regularly opened from Thursday to Saturday. So Thursday from 7 to 12 o'clock. And Friday and Saturday from 7 to 1 o'clock. And um, during the week we are closed, 
but we are open for closed events. It's not for public, but uh, for, all, for, for yeah. the member, uh, they can also come there and make also the private events, also typical Irish things. For example, some people will do uh, at uh, Sunday, they will uh, doing a uh, English breakfast or yeah. or Irish, Irish breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, an Irish yeah. breakfast. I, think, I love that idea. I think we're very close to each other. But, but, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think to do an <laughs> yeah. Irish breakfast, yeah. that's fine so, with me. So, so everyone is bringing a little bit from home to the pub and you can sit together and enjoy your meal. And also with instruments, doing music or something, you can practicing there. A lot of things that are not practiced for public, But if you want to do it in a smaller group, like a closed event, <laughs> yeah, a closed yeah. event. Yeah, so, that sounds so, like a lot of or, fun. Or play yeah. or playing cards or something. Or, <clears throat> or yeah. yeah, also it's possible to to make like presentations about Ireland or interesting things about Ireland. It's also our also Satzungszweck doing cultural things that's for us also important not just running a pub the pub is a half of our idea so the other idea is to doing culturing things to deliver the Irish culture so we have Irish folk bands there Green Passion and the set dancers they practicing there and, and also making uh, little shows there and we have so many people who are into the Irish culture and I think it's a good match. <laughs> well, yeah, and hopefully you have the luck of the Irish. That's yeah. what we say, the luck of the Irish. What's your menu like? What, do you, what, do your, what are your plans for, I mean, obviously there's going to be, I'm assuming that there'll be beer there. No, no beer in no the beer. Irish pub. That is, that is too wild of a concept for us. <laughs> only Guinness. Yeah, only Guinness. I, was, I actually drink Guinness. So. No. All the Guinness I've had has been in that, here is in, in that Irish pub, though. Yeah, yeah. jokes aside, I think Simi can tell us more about but, uh, the real Guinness, Guinness, of course, that's, of course, maybe yeah. you could describe it for us. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe some of our listeners have never had a Guinness. How oh. would you describe this beer? Okay, it's like a little bit thicker. Beer uh, on steroids. Yeah, <laughs> beer on steroids is also good. It's a hearty beer. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's um, uh, well, really big thumb on it. <laughs> I think if you would like compare beer to a salad, Guinness would be like a whole roast. <laughs> yeah, it is like that. Actually, yeah, it is yeah. kind of ro yeah, it is yeah, kind yeah. of meaty. It is kind of roasty. It's very yeah, yeah. So just malty, yeah, malty, yeah. and thick, yeah. dark beer yeah. that you can't see through that easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so, I like it. And uh, we also want to offer like hop horse is also from Guinness it's like a hoppy beer. Mm -hmm. uh, so I like IPA, but not that strong. So mm -hmm. it's that you don't get drunk at very fast. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit craft beer yeah, like yeah. from that scene. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, but it's also many people like this. What about amber beers? Do you have any any an amber beer? Not yet. One thing that we maybe need to say before we go deeper into the menu, the menu we will start with will not necessarily stay the same forever. Because at the beginning, we need to evaluate, okay, are there certain beers that aren't selling that well that we maybe will take out later on? Maybe there are people who come into the Irish pub and say, hey, why don't you have that beer or that drink? And then we will adapt it. it. But mm -hmm. 
the menu we will tell you about right now okay. is more like the starting thing. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. that, I'm, of course, my expectations are not that you have a full bar yeah. menu because you have to start somewhere and sure. then you'll always change one thing and then see and then change. Baby steps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but of course, you will have Guinness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's impossible uh, to running a pub without Guinness, I think. Yeah. And yeah. Also, and in the start, it was also I did just give out bottled drinks and some guys oh, you can't do it, it's Irish pub. So you have to provide or, Guinness on top. It's yeah. not possible yeah. to, to give it in cans or something. It's, yeah. uh, I so, agree on this. There's then, something about, because there's also something communal about that, yeah. having what's on tap. Even if you just have one beer or to have a draft beer, there's something about that that it's like, okay, it's open, so yeah. we're going to have one of those. And everybody in the room is drinking from the same. There's there's something about it. Yeah, at the beginning. It's a culture thing. At the beginning, we just have the Guinness on top. The rest is in bottled. Took also the, the regional breweries uh, nice. like uh, Grübinger and Kaiser and Weinschorle bottled <laughs> premixed. It's better for the volunteers behind the bar to, to serve the people. It's it's easier just to give out the bottle and finished. Because while we're very very motivated. A lot of us have never worked in the service industry, so yeah. there is a learning curve that will happen. And just like the menu will adapt, people will learn, people will get better at that sort of thing. And at some point, we can change up, make it a little bit more complicated. But for the beginning, we want to give a good service. And for that, we need to keep it easy. Yeah, and I think that also it's a club. So then we need to have a little bit of that expectation that, you know, you're not expecting everything to be so quickly. Sure. That you're going there to, to meet, yeah. you're going to enjoy it for sure, you want to have a beer eventually, you know. It's a different type of thing. And it's all about that sort of atmosphere, that community and being there for everyone to come and have a good time. And, and of course, they can also become a member and yes. also volunteer behind the bar and then you know what it's like a little bit right and then mm. you have a little bit more patience if things don't always come as quickly if you have guinness on tap then i think you're definitely good to go will you have food or snack chips or something snacks yes everything yeah. like we can sell packed because just like i said before we are not service industry professionals so i don't even think that people want to eat the food that we could prepare <laughs> um, so that will maybe come later I, i will not make promises but there will be snacks so people won't have to go hungry yeah and great. we will also give the possibility that the uh, Customer can also bring their own food or order a pizza in the opposite at the city bar. Because that was something that was also a thing in the Irish pub before. That, for example, Liam did it a few times that if people over in the Treff did order like the potato wedges or something, they brought it over. And we want to do the same because we also have, want to have a good relationship with the other bars in the neighborhood. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Then it, you can create a kind of ecosystem. That's one of the things I also wanted to, to talk about briefly was is that area in particular, because it is in some ways a test area. Verkehrsberuhigte Zone. Yeah. Say it again, please. Verkehrsberuhigte Zone. Yeah. Very German. Yeah, we, we love the German mashed up words. <laughs> There's no car driving in that, that area on that street. It is in some ways a test yeah, for gripping in. One of the big things that we have also with the Vega Compass, but just generally is that idea of trying to create relevant cities where people live and enjoy, right? And so part of that is what we call the third space. So you have your work, 
or school, depending on how old you are. And then you have home. And then there's the third location. What's the third location? And it could be the Irish <laughs> pub, right? The Reader's Irish pub. Spaces where people can go to and mingle or be alone, depending on what you want to do. Activities in the open spaces where people can meet, where people, for instance, a concert, or if you have some kind of a market, these are things that are going to bring people together. And so that space, I think, has a lot of potential. The different players that are there have a lot of synergies, but are very different that it can really actually help one another, that space, to create those events. Yeah, and if you talk to the people there during the city events like the Stadtfest and the Musiknacht, after the Irish pub was closing, especially like the people from the Treff said, there's something missing. There was always another booth there, someone also selling things, and it felt emptier. We hope that we can fill that hole well. Yeah, I think for sure. I think it's definitely going to going to help. Also having younger people be part of that. So you're going to be bringing back karaoke. Do you have an idea of how often or when's the next yeah. karaoke night? Uh, the first karaoke would be the fourth Thursday in March. I'm uh, praying right now that I have time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go. It will be the... I think it's the 28th at uh, first day. Mm-hmm. And uh, the pub quiz is also coming back? Sure. At every first and every third Thursday, there will be a pub quiz. At every second Thursday, uh, there will be a set dance show, or you can oh. pa- participate also. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> at, and at every fourth Thursday in the month, there will be karaoke. And... If there will be fifth Thursday in a month, sometimes Ooh, sometimes yes. it happened, yeah. uh, we will try to, to make a PowerPoint karaoke. Ah, okay. You, you yeah. know, uh, uh, but I think not many people know that. Yeah, uh, explain the concept. So, so yeah, I explained uh, shortly. So uh, you get a presentation, a PowerPoint presentation. You maybe, hopefully, you don't see any time before. You got it on a TV screen or something, and you got a micro, and uh, you have to make a presentation, presentation yeah. ab- about the PowerPoint and that you've ne- never seen before. And someone else is also like pressing next or forward, uh, pressing forward or back uh, on the presentation, and that's also the fun part. It's uh. really, really funny, <laughs> and it takes a lot of improvising. We did it when uh, on when we were on holiday um, around Sylvester, and. It was kind of funny because I think I had one about like the physics of train tracks and I am horrible at physics. So I was standing there and I love presentations though, like, and look at this formula. It's amazing, isn't it? And it (laughs) controls everything about the train tracks. I can tell you more about it. So let's go on. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's like a roller coaster ride. So, but if you like improvisation and that's, that's what we say also bonds people, right? if you have a new experience together and so this is a a really good activity for for people together and a lot of unexpected things happen (laughs) because a friend of ours who also did PowerPoint karaoke just decided to do it like in the 
voice of the comedian Teddy. So oh. you just sit there and you expect, okay, he's 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 gonna make some funny comments, and then suddenly he ha he has this whole changed voice, and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full of surprises. Yeah, <laughs> we wanted to get into this. Also, how you chose the name? It was the Writers Pub. And now it's the Reader's Pub. Could you, you have used the same name or you wanted to change it? How did that come about? Definitely we wanted to change the name because it's a bit different concept. So mm -hmm. to, to lower the expectations. <laughs> yeah, to, make it, to make it also clear some, something changed because yeah, yeah. there are a lot of people who went away from Göppingen and maybe come back and then they're, oh, it's still the Writer's Irish Pub and they go in and it's, what has happened here? Something is different. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, we collect suggestions over our homepage so people could make a suggestion over our form and yeah we had like 50 suggestions or something for a new name we made a choice as a community and yeah this was also quite funny because shortly before the final decision was standing we were together in a bar in, in, in Göppingen and Sammy was like oh um, one of the suggestions was Reader's Irish Pub, which is really cool in regards to like the Writer's Irish Pub before. And I was like, and do you know what the approbation of that is? Because like if you shorten Reader's Irish Pub, you get a rip. Uh. R.I.P. So I thought, okay, that is really funny as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's recipes. Okay. Yeah, but I, I really like it. I really like it because it is, you know, an homage. It is, uh, there's still that connection. And there is that connection of the people that, that went, yeah. that have gone in and done this concept. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you this, depending on what the answer is, we'll add it in or not. But is Liam a member of of this new concept? A honorary member. Yeah, he, yeah. During a, another interview, we said jokingly, like, in Germany, there is like the saying, er steht uns bei mit Rat und Tat. And we said, like, okay, he's supporting us with his expertise, but not like in the working sense. So he is providing Rat, but he's not providing Tat. He helped us with a lot of things where we needed to do organizational stuff like, can we get the taps cleaned? What do we need to get? But he said from the beginning, hey, I'm not going to work there and that is completely fine with us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but he was like invited and yeah. Yeah, yeah. still a supporter and yeah. and a friend and maybe, yeah. he'll, maybe he'll come and visit. That would be fun. Yeah, Liam also asked me if we will do an event together in summer. So, oh, so nice. like a corporation. Yeah. And Sure, why not? Great. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh. I love that, that it's all good feelings still, even though it's sad, of course, when one chapter yeah. closes and another one, you know, later another one opens. Yeah. If somebody would like to find out more about the Irish pub and follow the activities that are going to be taking place or become a member mm. um, or get their plaque on a wall, um, <laughs> all the variations, mm. how can they contact you? Where can they find you? We have two options. Of course, there is our classic website where you can find the information about the club and also what's going to happen with the Irish pub. There is also like a member form you can fill out there and of course a link to our crowdfunding campaign. And in the crowdfunding campaign, you can donate the money and get the things that you want. For example, like the vouchers or the plaque if you want to spend that money. Then we also have an Instagram account and that will be more frequently updated. So if we have events, it will mainly be communicated through the Instagram account. So if you are on Instagram, 
give us a follow. We'll put all the links in our show notes. Mm-hmm. Well, I wish you all the best in all of these activities, and I'm sure that there's going to be room for a lot of cooperations. So I have many, many connections to the cultural clubs here. I'm sure there's also going to be room for lots of different opportunities through collaboration to really get the, the word out and get other people coming in to become members or to participate in the various activities that you're going to be having. So you're just about to start. How was it getting all these people together to contribute and to get this team I think it was amazing and beautiful because there was so much motivation, so much love between everyone and uh, the help we got not only from the members but also like people from around us was really great so we want to thank them a lot. Everyone who lent a helping hand, everyone who donated money already, everyone who will be donating money and everyone who just spreads the word because every little act is helping us and contributing to the fact that the Irish pub will reopen. Samuel and Nina, it was a pleasure having you on the program. Thank you so much for coming by today on English Breakfast. Yeah, thanks for the invitation. Yeah, thanks for having us. (laughs) That ends our show today with Samuel Kentegar and Nina Goldman from the new Reader's Irish Pub here in Göppingen. If you would like to find out further details about this project, please look to the show notes and follow the links. This is Angeline Fisher signing off for English Breakfast, wishing you the very best wherever you may be in the world. Until the next time. <laughs>